baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It is good to be with you on this thawing out Thursday afternoon. Did I see the uh, forecast for Sunday? Uh, Dare I say includes a little bit of sun? It will return Sunday. That's what they say. Finally. Yeah, the gloom. Warmer weather. We'll leave. Oh, I thought you were going to say the frozen hell is coming back. Uh, Dana, by the way, when you return, the snow is all gone. It is all oh, melted. Good. Oh, no. Okay, good. It, no, but it, it, it looks like Venus here. It's <laughs> like dreary and rainy. It's nonstop. Oh, it is very good. gloomy. Yeah, you left to escape the winter, and Mother Nature said, here's some spring. Here's some spring with a touch <laughs> of you'll never see the sun again. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, big game coming up, obviously, this weekend. Did you hear that a county official is disputing one of our Chiefs players claims that hot water was cut off to our locker room after the last game. They're saying there was hot water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell it to a judge. I'm not sure I'm buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying that for one It was Chiefs offensive minute. tackle uh, Donovan Smith who shared the message on social claiming the hot water was stopped. Caught an L and they shut our hot water off. Shaking my head. It's all good. We got that dub today anyway. <laughs> Tell that to the cold showers. Erie County Press Secretary Pete Anderson said it would have been impossible to cut the hot water supply to the Chiefs' locker room. That is false. There's no way to turn hot water off on one side or the other. There are two huge hot water tanks which feed both home and away locker rooms. I can turn off the water in in one specific bathroom in my house. I'm just saying they're they're denying it. They say the issue with the hot water might have been due to the number of people in the stadium. Mm -hmm. It's no different than in your home. When water runs continuously, it will struggle to keep up with demand. If that were the case, there would be cold showers for every football player after every single football game. Yeah, hold on. Their reasoning is inconsistent because they said that there were two specific hot water tanks that powered just the locker rooms, and then they went on to claim that they were out of hot water because of the fans using it in the bathrooms. Which now, one is it? I buy what they're selling. That's I right, Sam. That's right, it? Sam. You take them to task. You take them to court. You can't handle the truth. Uh, did you hear about this guy from France? I, and I did not know this, that there was a uh, diamond mining center. Yeah, the crater of diamonds. Okay. Apparently, I did not know this. You can go to the Crater of Diamonds in Arkansas. Finders keepers. And pine for uh, diamonds. Now, 99% of people that go never think find it's a anything. scam. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, a guy from France uh, is living proof that it is not. After he found a 7.4 carat brown diamond oh, God. at the Crater of Diamonds State Park in Arkansas. How would you even know what you were looking for? Because those diamonds, when they are rough, don't look like you're walking. I mean, I would need Steve Mesh with me with, like, the little, you know, So when, when, when you see this diamond, it, it first of all, it's not small. It's big. Yeah. It's, it's about the size of a large pea. Okay. Uh, it's a brown diamond, 7.46 carats. He found it at the Crater of Diamond State Park in Arkansas 
on January 11th. His name is Julian Navas. He is from Paris, and he was visiting the United States earlier this month. He had stopped in New Orleans, uh, went to Florida, swung by the uh, crater of Diamond State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, and that is where he found the 7.5-carat brown diamond. It largest, uh, doesn't say, largest diamond found at the park since 2020 and the eighth largest diamond found there uh, since 1972. By the way, there's, there's, there's no story if you don't tell me what it's worth. Well, I don't know what it's. It's a brown diamond. Brown diamonds aren't worth a lot. I mean, they're the lowest of the low. Quite common. But very common. It, it's a large diamond. Uh, right. Before you guys go saying nobody finds anything at the crater of Diamond State Park, he is the 11th person to find a diamond at that park in 2024. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying once every two days somebody finds a diamond. That's now, what I'm saying. I would find sizes. it and not even know what I had and then toss it back. The only place I've ever been mining is at Deanna Rose. They give you that little bag of rocks and you <laughs> shake them over the water. It's the you, only do, place I've ever been. Do you, do you also count fish that you catch at Deanna Rose yes, as catching you fish? you can do it right across that, no, the that's way not, there. No, that's not catching fish. <laughs> that's not catching fish. Did I catch one? Did it come out of the water? Yes, that's catching fish. I'm an angler. Did you take the hook out yourself? You're not an angler. You are not an angler. Did you unhook the fish yourself? It's been years since I think I hooked one of my kids, honestly. Do you know what kind of fish you pulled out of that lake? The Deanna Rose kind. <laughs> it's not a lake. It's a, it's a very small pond. Those would be bluegills. Those pond. are bluegills that you pull out of there. <laughs> Uh, lawmakers in Florida's House of Representatives have approved what could be the strictest regulation yet on social media and kids in the country. Florida House Bill Number 1 would prohibit children under the age of 16 from using social media platforms regardless, <clears throat> regardless of parental approval. The social media platforms that the bill would target include any site that tracks user activity, allows children to upload content, or uses addictive features designed to cause compulsive use. And how are we going to police this? Uh, by the way, the bill passed on a vote of 106 to 13. Oh, for the love. There One, is no to way to police this. You literally would just sign up under someone else's name that is older than you are. And, and when when in this world have we decided that parents don't get a say in this? This bill, by the way, would prohibit anyone from getting onto social media sites under the age of 16, even if they had their parents' permission. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Now how, and I'm with Dana on this one. you a lot of dumb things on this program, and that that is just shot to the top. How do, how do you police this? Yeah, how do you enforce it? Because those folks don't have IDs. You can't ask them to scan their state ID. Great point. Those folks being those under the age of 16. Great point. Can I ask a dumb question? You can ask because whatever you want. it bothers me, and I keep seeing it online, and I need you to explain to me the origin of said word. I just tried to post on social media the story that was our topic in the 4 o'clock hour. Very sad story, very interesting lawsuit um, involving a good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. And when I wrote Samaritan on social media, it bounced back that you are spelling this wrong. And I looked and I thought, no, I am not. I know how to spell Samaritan. 
and I spelled it again. It bounced back that you are spelling it wrong. If you look at Good Samaritan, it is always capitalized. Mm-hmm. Who is Samara or the origin of Samaritan that it would be capitalized? Uh, that would be Samaria. From the Bible. Correct. Which is the origin of the term Good Samaritan. Did you know that, Scott? Yes. Samaria? That's yes. where it came from? Yes. A Samaritan we use the term is... Good Samaritan all the time. I am 49 years old. Never realized that was a capitalized word. Yes, it's until it's, it's, my it's a computer region. bounced back that I had misspelled it. So l- let me let me look up where it is in the Bible. Um, it, it comes out of the Bible. The term Good Samaritan. That is because the Good Samaritan was from Samaria. Samaria. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Uh, I've been misspelling it my entire life with yep. the baby S. The, the parable of the Good Samaritan is told by Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. It, it is about a traveler implicitly understood to be Jewish who is stripped of his clothing, beaten, and left half dead along the road. God. First, a Jewish priest and then a Levite come by, but both avoid the man. Finally, a Samaritan from Samaria happens upon the traveler. Although Samaritans and Jews were generally anta- antagonistic towards each other, the Samaritan helps the injured man. Jesus is described as telling the parable in response to a provocative question from a lawyer. And who is my neighbor is the question from the lawyer in the context of the great commandment. The conclusion is that the neighbor figure in the parable is the one who shows mercy to a fellow man. Hence, you are a good Samaritan. I love it. I learn something new every day. I've been spelling that wrong my entire life with a baby S. Samaritanism eventually became its own uh, sect of... Abrahamic ethnic religion. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it like became its own denomination? Yeah. Around 460. Where what, what What do they do? Just do good works for other people or? I, I don't know. I huh. didn't read into it that far. Okay. All right. Uh, quick break. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. I don't want it ever said that you don't learn anything from this show. Hopefully you do on a daily basis. I don't know. I um, capitalize that S, people. The <laughs> Capitalize that S at Samaritan. <laughs> By the way, would you care to guess how many Samaritans, people who are actually from the tribe of Samaria, uh, are still on this planet? I do not know because I did not realize it was a place, which is why one needs to capitalize the S until about five minutes ago. Uh, One has always capitalized the S. Um, There are 874 people still on this planet that identify as Samaritans. Do you think for the ones who are jerks, do you still call them good Samaritans? (laughs) No, they're just Samaritans. Because I'm sorry, if there's 890 of them left, not all of them can be great. People. I'm a Samaritan. Are you a good one or are you a, are you a bad one? Um, I like to think I'm good. All right, then you're in the 874. Like, it's not shoplifting. I mean, what do you do then? Well, then they don't get counted in the 874 because they're not a good Samaritan. The skip scanning Samaritan. Those are the bad Samaritans, and there are a lot more of them. 893 really good Samaritans and two guys that are just shady <laughs> AF. <laughs> we make them stay over there. 
No, seriously, there are 874 people still on this planet who identify as Samaritans. That's it. Okay. That's all that's left. That's it. Huh. Fascinating. Uh, In-N-Out Burger says it will close its first location in its 75-year history. Yeah. In-N-Out Burger is closing its first location ever in its 75-year history. Due That's to remarkable. A, due to a wave of car break-ins, property damage, theft, and robberies affecting customers and employees at its only restaurant in Oakland, California. The fast food burger joint in a busy corridor near, near the uh, International Airport in Oakland says it will close on March 24th because even though the company has taken repeated steps to create safer conditions, we are being regularly victimized, according to Denny Warnock. In and out uh, COO. We feel the frequency and severity of the crimes being encountered by our customers and associates leaves us with no other alternative but to close our first ever restaurant. Did you hear a Walmart employee was fired after a video went viral? And I saw the video of a baby in Mississippi. It was in Jackson, so five hours north of where I'm sitting right now, but a baby in a shopping cart wearing, I think, nothing but a diaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. on a cold day and Freezing mom is dressed in boots and a coat and shoppers Scott start calling out this mom you you hear on the video somebody saying he can't be here without a jacket on and you hear another person go that, that baby just has a diaper on he's shaking the kid is shaking and the woman who filmed this has been fired it says here as the onlookers voice concern the apparent mother of the baby was filmed tossing a bag of frozen vegetables into the cart, bouncing the package off of her young child. Uh, says one man who is filming, she's throwing cold food on this child. What is wrong with you? Lower your voice. Who are you? She snaps back. And then, you know, it kind of starts to get tense. Somebody says, I'm calling police. Someone needs to call police to check about this baby. And then she taunts, the mom taunts the people that are concerned about the baby. She says, go ahead. Some people already called on me two times. As long as you got hot water, fire extinguisher, whatever that means. So you have hot water in the house, but it's okay to take your baby out in a diaper. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a woman countered, but you're in this store fully dressed and your baby is not. A man shopper is heard saying, I'm calling police right now. The woman who filmed this and put it online has come forward and she said, yes, I got fired because of this video. No, I was not thinking about the consequences when I posted the video. I was concerned about the baby, that is all, and I pray that that child is somewhere safe tonight. Hmm. From the do you get involved or do you not file? Do you honestly think if you call somebody out for that, they're going to go, oh my God, you're right. I, it oh didn't gosh. even occur to me that I was taking my child out with a diaper on and, and no clothing and that he's shivering right in front of me. You're right. Let me get to the baby clothing section and properly clothe my child. No, and it's bouncing. not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. It's just literally going to lead to an altercation and you're probably going to get so, shot. So do you do nothing? This is why people don't get involved. But do you, I, do, I, but do, you do nothing? I think the appropriate call to make is to child services and let child services handle it. Because if she's that dumb that she thinks it's okay to have him out in the cold just wearing a diaper, strolling through the grocery store, there are probably other issues going on at home.
That would be my guess. She clearly doesn't hold the baby in high regard, bouncing a bag of frozen vegetables off of she them to get the bag into the cart. Frozen vegetables at the child. I'm like, oh my god! It's warming up. It's a baby, not a backboard. You Wrong. Know, you bee. see this and you <laughs> it's question. It's a baby, Scott. not a backboard. Wow. You see these stories, and you, you know, as parents, we all ask questions: Have we done enough? Have, are we doing enough? Have we done enough to set them on the right path? You know. Then you see these stories, and you go, you know what? We're good. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. But what are you supposed to do? I, I, all right, so, all right, all right, all right you, Data, you're right. If you say something, it's not like mom is going to just turn around and go, you know what? Yeah. You're right. For 30 minutes, I've been parading this kid around in a diaper. It's 40 degrees outside. You're right. I'm going to go over to the baby section. I'm going to get some clothing. I am a horrible person. I'm a terrible mother. I'm going to clothe my child. And you guys are going to leave me alone. No. Of course she's going to get defensive. She's going to become abrasive. Her, her defense was, go ahead, call police on me. They've already been called to my house twice. That's your defense. So what do you do? She, she clearly doesn't care if you call the police. I'd probably go buy a blanket and hand it to the child quietly to which, without to which, saying a word. To which mom is going to wrap that blanket around your throat and try to choke you to death. A good Samaritan would do something. Thank you, Sam. From Samarita. Samaria. Samaria. <laughs> Whatever. Samaria. Uh, when we get back, Ring Doorbell region. is saying they will no longer allow police to request doorbell camera footage from users. Hmm. What? When I first read this story, Scott, you remember they've asked you, police departments, if you got a ring... Just register it with us so we know. And then if someone is murdered outside of your door, we can knock and nicely ask you, can you look at your ring footage? And most people that aren't crazy will say, yes, you can. Help yourself. This is saying Ring Doorbell will no longer allow that. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie III. My name is Scott Parks on KMBZ. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. couple of stories in the stack uh, involving cars that some of you may drive. Uh, Ford is recalling nearly 2 million Explorer SUVs made between 2011 and 2019 over concerns that an exterior clip that holds the windshield trim in place can detach while driving. That's a yeah, problem. flings off like a plug door on an airplane. Causing a trim piece to fly off. It's one of the largest vehicle recalls so far this year. Well, the year just started. Uh, they're recalling 2 million Explorer SUVs. Did you also see we had an airplane land? Speaking of plug doors flying off, uh, pardon me, airplane was on the tarmac, was getting ready to taxi around to take off, and a front wheel, the two big front wheels, one of them just flings off and starts rolling and bouncing down the runway. Oh. 
on a flight to Atlanta. And it happened, I believe, just prior to takeoff. Would you like I to guess know. the maker of that plane? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm guessing it's Boeing. Yep. I don't know whose job it is to check that the bolts that hold the stuff on the plane that we're flying. Whose job is it to check the bolts? Screw tighter. <laughs> well, I, I would I would imagine it's not Boeing's job to make sure that the bolts are staying in. That it's yeah, the people. I don't know that I agree with there you. Are people there. On the, there are people on the ground. I mean, you've seen planes pull into the gate and then like four or five people run around the plane and they're screwing things in and they're checking stuff. Aren't those the people who are in charge? Uh, I, I, I would love to hear from people who know that, but am I the only one that feels like this has been a very bad several weeks? Uh, this was a Boeing 757 trying to depart from Atlanta, 184 souls on board. Uh, the aircraft was lining up and waiting for takeoff when the nose wheel came off and started, quote, rolling down the hill. Mm. Uh, one of two nose wheel tires positioned side by side that are checked before the flight. Check that. Supposed to be checked before the flight. Mm. That one got missed on the pre-flight inspection. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Sam. Thank, thank, complete. You, thank you, Captain Obvious. I'll accept the wheel. Uh, shares in Tesla plunged as much as 11% when the market opened this morning, wiping $73 billion off the company's market value. Hours after it warned of slowing growth in electric car sales and an existential threat from Chinese rivals. In an earnings presentation yesterday, the world's most valuable automaker said its sales growth this year may be notably lower than last as it continued developing the next generation vehicle, likely a lower priced model of Tesla. Uh, while it reported a sizable 38% increase in deliveries last year, that's good. Uh, Tesla had previously targeted a 50% annual growth rate averaged over several years. Okay. All right, let's talk about Ring Doorbell. This is from Channel 5, but it's a national story. You can find it anywhere. Ring will no longer allow police to request doorbell camera footage from users. Here's what I don't understand. When I first saw this story, I thought maybe Ring was just handing this over to police. This makes it sound like they will no longer allow police to ask you, homeowner, hey, we had someone murdered right outside your house the other night. Do you mind if we look at your ring? Mm -hmm. uh, Dateline is New York. Amazon-owned Ring will stop allowing police departments to request doorbell camera footage from users, marking an end to a feature that has drawn criticism from many privacy advocates. In a blog post on Wednesday, Ring said it will sunset the, quote, request for assistance tool which allowed police departments and other public safety agencies to request and receive video captured by the doorbell cameras through Ring's Neighbors app. The company didn't provide a reason for the change, which is effective starting this week. Eric Kuhn, the head of Neighbors, said in the announcement that law enforcement agencies will still be able to make public posts in the Neighbors app, and they can still use the app to share helpful safety tips, updates, and community events. The update is the latest restriction Ring has made to police activity on the Neighbors app following concerns raised by privacy watchdogs, 
about the company's relationship with police departments about the country. Help me out here, Scott. This is not about a police department's relationship with Ring. No. This seems to me about the police's relationship with community organizations but, but, and neighborhoods when they're putting it out in all call yeah. that there's been a burglary. Can we look at your video? Uh, late, later on, so so what, what Ring had, had set up was what's called an RFA, Request for Assistance. Okay. okay? And... Police departments could send out a RFA to people who had a ring doorbell on on the front of their home. Okay, okay. W- would you like us, or would you be willing to let us look at your ring doorbell footage? Sure, no problem. I don't care. Now, what Ring is doing is removing the RFA component from their website. So, if police want to look at your ring doorbell footage, they have to physically go up to your house. Okay. Knock on the door and say, hey, you know, there was an incident in the neighborhood because last Ring night. Because Ring doesn't want to look like they're in bed with police. And I understand that. But we information share all the time on these neighborhood apps. Some of it helpful, most of it not helpful. Right. Can't tell you how many posts. Does anyone know a plumber? I'm like, you've lived here 30 years. <laughs> how do you not know a plumber? Right. I, I just think, mo- for the most so, part, those apps are worthless. I saw a suspicious car yesterday. So police okay. can, police can still get your information, can still get your ring camera information. They just have to ask they, they have you to, now. That now they have to do the legwork. Uh, they can't just send you an email. Basically, is the way I read it. It, I it seems pro- dumb. I don't seems make dumb. it look. I don't think that makes it look like Ring is in bed with authorities. Now, listen to this: a senior policy analyst at the Digital Rights Group, blah blah blah. blah says Ring hopefully will now altogether be out of the business of platforming casual and warrantless police requests for footage. I don't see this as a warrantless police request. If they say on a neighborhood app, there was a kidnapping in your neighborhood or down a mile from me, we are asking if anyone has any footage, please look at it around 2.30 in the morning. We're looking for a silver Chevy. Right. It's then up to you to then call police and say, A, I have the footage, you can have it, or B, not call because you don't feel like helping. Right? I, 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 I'm, I'm still struggling as I, as I read through this story, trying to figure out what Ring is trying to do here. Uh, clearly they're trying to make it look like they're not in bed with, with law enforcement. Okay, fine. Whatever. Now I think, I think at one time they were, listen to this in mid 2022 ring disclosed. It handed over 11 videos to police without notifying users that year due to quote exigent or emergency circumstances. One of the categories that allowed it to share videos without permission from owners. Okay. 11 times in 2022. And my guess is those 11 times emergency circumstance, Mm -hmm. we've got a kidnapped kid. We've got someone abducted. We've got, it would have to be a big circumstance. And then let me ask you this, Scott, why would you care? Your ring doorbell camera faces outward away from your door to the street. Yeah. So does the mistress that came over last night. Oh, well, presumably, if you were reached out to oh. by police, you could give them whatever specific footage you wanted. So if you're trying to right. avoid outing yourself in the mistress whole situation. Wait, what, what, under th- is that the one narrow circumstance you can come up with, Scott? Or, can come let's up be with, honest, maybe, maybe you're a drug dealer. Because yeah. back 10 years ago, the only people that had cameras on the outside of their house, let's be honest, were probably not doing good things. 
before they became super popular. I'm all for like in the 80s. I'm all for police having access to my ring doorbell camera footage so long as I give it to them. I agree. What what does this have to do if there's a neighborhood app and they say, can we request it? I, I don't know that Ring can tell police they can't through a neighborhood app say, we're looking no, for Ring footage but, but, from this burglary. But what, what Ring can do is say, we're not going to provide you with the avenue okay. to request this footage from our clients. Okay. Let me give you so another we're, example. So we're removing the RFA from our app. Police will say to the media, we have a silver alert. We would like you through your broadcast airwaves to tell people that this person is missing, or they will say uh, there were several shots fired at Crown Center. Mm-hmm. If you have cell phone video, we are asking the public to contact us. Fine. And we, Scott, routinely throw that out there because yeah. police are trying to get more evidence and more information about bad things that happened in our community. Now, if, if you have that footage on your cell phone, you probably know that police would like to talk to you. Are we doing something wrong by passing that information along? No, no, you're not. And, and again, I go back. I, I, I think what, what Ring is just trying to do is, for, for whatever reason, apparently it's trendy not to be in bed with police. Uh, and they're just trying to remind their customer base, uh, we are not using the information that is garnered from your Ring doorbell to assist the police. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you have a problem with Ring handing over 11 videos to police without notifying users? Yes. In one year, 11 times because of exigent or emergency circumstances. One of the categories that allowed it to share videos without permission, and I'm guessing that's in the fine print that you sign up, that if there is a triple homicide and they are looking for somebody and he walked right in front of your Ring, we're allowed to give that video to... Police, because you don't own the system, Scott. You purchase the little doorbell ding-a-lingy, but you don't own Ring. They own what's on that server. Then, then what's the point in me getting it? If if I don't to make own, sure someone doesn't steal your Amazon if, packages, if, if, right? If I don't That's own the it. if I don't own the visual images in front of my home, of course you don't. Any more than you own Alexa in your house or you own Facebook when you post photos. Uh, you don't own any of that. Something tells me Ring had a crisis uh, crisis management team after that news story broke about the 11 videos being shared and said, hey, mm-hmm. we better get rid of this quick if we want our sales okay, to well, remain where they're Sam, at. Would, would most people have a problem under emergency circumstances with providing authorities with something that you don't own anyway? You don't own those videos. It feels like a violation of privacy. That's it would be exactly the same right. if you paid ADT to put cameras in your house and they said, okay, well, I, under Sam, emergent inside, circumstances. Wait, 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 inside my house, I agree with you. I'm walking around naked. I don't want someone sharing that. And you don't want to see it. But your video that is pointing toward the street. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. How come you own videos that point towards the inside of your home, but you don't own videos that point to the outside of your home? I do. There's a couple that point to the outside. But what I'm saying is I would have a problem. I'm agreeing with you if they shared something with police that was video from the inside of my home. But what if there was an existential or whatever? the Emergency. Whatever. And, inside my home, like mm-hmm. a home invasion. Yeah. And, and we needed we needed images from inside your home immediately. Okay. I think for that, I think for that you need a warrant. You get a warrant immediately. Then you get a warrant for the camera on the outside of my house camera on the outside of your house is pointed toward the street that you yeah, don't own. It's also pointed my towards my kitchen I own. It's also pointed towards my mistress who's coming over at 12:30. Follow the money. 
That's what they're trying to do anyway. And I don't want my wife to know that my mistress came over at 1230 and we had an affair. And this I don't comes want right back to that case in North Kansas City. Let's say those men are missing and they can't find them. You don't think under an emergent circumstance they could go in and look at the exterior only pointed toward the street ring to see if those men ever left and got in their cars. You think for that there needs to be a warrant? I'm asking. That, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. For that there needs to be a warrant. They're already dead. They're not going to get more dead. So if if we're going to do this investigation, I'm going to get a warrant and we're going to find the video that shows that they never went if out to your their car. mistress coming over to your house, if in fact that's not what you want people seeing on the ring doorbell camera, well, would not have anything not. to do with the murder driving by at 2 a.m. What if she showed she up at 159? Oh, good Lord. Is she wearing a <laughs> trench coat? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully not. 913-586-7798. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring. Hello. Hello. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello. 913-586-7798. Oh, there's somebody home, all right. 7798. <laughs> Let's go to JR in Kansas City. JR, hello. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, so this reminds me a lot about what Apple did with their iPhones a few years ago, back when they basically told everyone that we will no longer unlock them for anyone and it's not that you can't unlock your phone for agencies or police departments that ask for it but you know apple would no longer willingly do that and that sounds very familiar or sounds very familiar what ring is doing now Mm -hmm. they will no longer hand give that information over freely but hey if you want to give it as a user yourself then knock yourself out so and I've always been torn even with Apple, and I don't know how you would do this and still protect the rights of the rest of us, Scott. But there are cases, and one of them involves the Boston bombing, if, if memory serves, where they are trying to get into one of the brothers' cell phones. Mm-hmm. Were there other people involved? Are there other bombs out there? Yeah, and they had, they had 10 chances to get into their phone before they would be automatically locked yes. out. and that guy's idiot wife wasn't helping him. No. Katie. So I, I, I'm torn with that because I think there are emergent circumstances under which they should unlock a phone. But, but in, in the case of like a, a Boston bombing um, case, how long would it really take investigators, once they had their hands on the phone, right, to get a warrant written up in front of a judge forcing Apple or uh, who, who owns uh, Androids, T-Mobile, uh, depends on the company, Samsung, LG. Samsung, Samsung, you're right. Th- that would force them to unlock it. I mean, it could be done within the hour. Could it? Theoretically. I'm I, I don't, you, you know me in tech. I don't know how to turn my laptop on. I, I mean, I, I Sam, wouldn't that be right? I mean, th- th- theoretically, you, you get your hands on, on, on one of the Boston Bombers' phones, you get a... Uh, then why were they so warrant. frantically trying with, with only nine tries left to figure out how to get into it? That I don't know. I mean, uh, I, th- I don't think they can get into it, No, Scott. the specific encryption was their way of saying that we are not going to offer you a backdoor warrant or not. Right. This is protected, encrypted data. And even, even with a warrant, though, wouldn't, wouldn't they have to legally open that thing up? I don't think so. Uh, Why? From what I read here, that answer is no. This came up, Scott, in the Kelsey Smith homicide. Yeah. Remember? I remember. They couldn't remember find well. her, and they were trying to get the cell phone company to triangulate that, and 
and at least lead them to her whereabouts. Or at least a general idea of where yes. she might be. Yeah. Now, this specifies without a search warrant, implying they could do it with a warrant. I okay. don't know. It's confusing. Right. Well, regardless, we've got to go. Bonus hour is next. Uh, so t- stay tuned for that. Uh, don't forget to check out our podcast available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to KMBZ.com. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. And God willing, we're back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. And be good. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 